and and then two minutes later they broke in that it was Prince that had died and I had to pull over because I was crying so hard I couldn't see plus it was pouring rain we were on our way to the library in Roseville it was awful and then of course they go and it was April and they played sometimes it snows in April oh it was just devastating I think it was devastating for literally every Minnesotan because you know he's he, such an icon you know he was murdered right I don't I don't think he was oh, yeah. Go on. He's, he's, he I'm had an little... opioid. He, it's like very well known that he had an opioid issue. He had an opioid issue, but he had never taken fentanyl before. Mm-hmm. And he thought, he thought his fentanyl was something else. Why, why, would, why would you think? Why, no, it's true. He thought his fentanyl was something else. He said it to one of his friends. I forget. I'm hazy on the details right now. Paul did a whole series when it first happened. I, I know neither of you guys are a big fan. but um, I watch Paul. Paul. What's that? I watch him. I watch him too, but I can only take him in small doses because he's kind of wacky. Ta- Tasha thinks he's a hater. Which, you know, I, after she said that, I'm starting to maybe see it a little bit. I think he's just very old school. You know, I think he comes from a more old school mentality than than we're used to. Um, yeah, he definitely gets wacky with like the Illuminati symbolism right. and stuff like that. Like so, sometimes it's just like, whoa, you're stretching. But for the most part, like I really, th- I, I love, I love his point of view. Um, but so he didn't, he didn't think his, he thought his fentanyl was something else. And yes, he had an opioid addition uh, uh, issue. But aside from that, he was like a super health freak. Like, yeah, he was. He was a super health freak, and he was a Jehovah's Witness, and they, like, don't do anything. Like, he used to count, <laughs> you know? like, carbs and count calories and, like, was really, really militant about when he ate and how much he ate and he what he drank. He stopped making sexy songs because he is a, is that was true? a devoted... Yeah, because he was a devoted Jehovah's Witness, so he stopped making all these, like, sex freak songs. So he... Could you imagine if, like, you got a knock on your door and it was Prince? <laughs> oh, my God. So I remember had the Prince story in Minnesota. Um, I was, like, 12 years old, and the Mall of America had just opened up, and I was there with my family. We were walking through the mall, and I saw this really tiny person dressed in purple and all these people around him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that, that guy looks like Prince. And my dad goes, oh, that's because that is Prince. <laughs> I was like, hey, what? <laughs> but everybody in Minnesota has a Prince story. It's crazy how many people have seen him or interacted with him. And I think that that's why the U of M is, is giving him this um, honorary doctorate because he had such an impact on Minnesotans on a very um, personal level. And he gave, and this only came out after his death, he poured tons of money into music programs across the state. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he was really big into that kind of philanthropic giving, and he didn't talk about it. You know, he was not, he was not a braggart about how he helped people um, achieve musical goals and, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I think it's cool that they're doing it, and it just gives Minnesotans even more opportunity to celebrate Prince. So, it, you know. You're always going to take that. Thing. <laughs> right. And with that, good evening, everyone. We are live. Uh, this is the Illusions Destroyed podcast. It is September 26th, 7.30 in the eve, central time. Uh, I'm Garrett Vassell, and joining me 
or me having the pleasure of joining them, Tasha Rose and Chris Jackson. Hello. Hi, hi. So we don't have any guests because Chris's friend uh, can't keep it civil. Um, none of my friends, I said your friend said he can't keep it civil. Oh, I, sure. <laughs> and I couldn't get the uh, white people, you can't be racist against some guy. We are going to have a guest on Sunday, though. Yes. Or, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Which is exciting. So that'll be fun. Yeah, we're excited about that one. And so, can I, was, can I ask you, Garrett, in your opinion, you're, you weren't done introing or whatever. I kind of was. Um, I was just going to establish that we're not talking about the K tonight. No, no, no. We can't. I, we have to save it. I can't do it tonight. I, yeah. I just Kevin not do that tonight. Tomorrow, to, there will be more stuff going on during the day tomorrow, and tomorrow night we'll we'll touch on it. Um, but let, let me ask you something. If you had to, like, steel man your friend's argument, what would you say? What do you mean? Just like, it depends on what the argument is. That racism versus white people is not racism and that and that when fighting for equal rights in the 90s is not the same as fighting for equal rights now i, I would of, what was it what was it tasha white um what it had what phrase did he use uh white white fragility oh yeah 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 i i, I mean don't even, i don't even know what that means i would just point to the definition like the words we've established what words mean so, like, you can say, oh, well, that's not, you know, that's not what I think racism is. It's like, no, well, then I don't care. Like, if we can't agree on what the definition of it is, you know, if it, that's not how words work. Like, but I'm just, I'm just trying to, where are they coming from? I, I, cause I can't, usually I could see where these people are coming from and just say, it's okay, white I guilt. They're coming from, but they're being silly. It's white well, guilt. White guilt. What's there to be guilty of? just existing man people have been just beating the head over and over and over this idea of you know white people are evil and you know we're the the bane of existence and everything like that you know these last couple of years just rhetorically you know especially white men you know oh you're a white cisgender male you know you're you have privilege you're not allowed to speak on x issue if you live in 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 the united states of america Chances are likely that you have privilege. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care what race you are. Chances are very good that you have some form of privilege. Yeah. Would you not? Would you not agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, if you have access to the freaking internet, <laughs> sure. I mean, come on, how much of the world doesn't have access just to the internet? You know. We could still That's... say whatever we want without being arrested. I mean, right. we might get deplatformed, <laughs> but depending but, on who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a, there's a ton of things. So if you live here and you're crying oppression, you're probably just a pussy. <laughs> like I, on some level. I agree to that. You, you you have to you have to take into account the rest of the people in the world. I'm not saying that black people don't have it harder than white people. In certain aspects, they do. Though I think in certain aspects they have it better now. Um, I'm not saying that gay people don't have it harder. In certain aspects, they do. Same with women. Same with every oppressed group. Yeah, we don't have rhythm. 
Well, speak for yourself. I'm a bass player. Right. Exactly. I'm a former professional dancer. Thank you very much. There you go. It's just not natural, though. We had to be taught. I I taught myself pretty much. Yeah, same. No, but Um, yes, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so that's that's all. So when 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 somebody like that comes around and and tries to literally make me feel stupid, which is what he was trying to do, the the way he was wording his his responses to me, he was trying to make me go, "Wow, I'm a fucking idiot." But <laughs> nobody nobody ever does that though. Right. Well, that's very fair. That's very fair. Unless they do it in like you know an ironic, sarcastic manner. I am so dumb, boy. Yeah. Did you educate me? Exactly. After I have self-flagellated. <laughs> no, but, I don't know. Yeah, no one's going to admit it. So it's like, at that point, I just give up. I mean, just move on. I've got a younger, bolder me would have just stayed on the chat with someone or just kept a conversation going. But now it's just sort of, okay, you have your opinion. You know, your worldview, I have mine. Nothing I say is going to change your opinion. So rather than just say the same thing over and over and over again and just frustrate myself, it's like I've moved on. I saw a funny comic the other day where it was this guy sitting at his computer and his wife walks by and says, honey, come to bed. And he says, I can't. There's someone that's wrong on the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) But you really feel that way? You really don't think that somebody that you're actually acquainted with can't be reached it's just not i know that my views are you know not is what pot is you know particularly popular as far as like you know being a conservative and stuff like that so i've just accepted that and it's like okay well i still you know i don't need you to agree with me for me right. to think that i'm right you know what i mean like a lot of people right. need no, no, other no, no, people no, 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 Garrett. I don't, it's okay that you disagree with me. I can't force you to be right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what it is. <laughs> that's how I feel, honestly. Like, it's like, okay, fine. You want to, yeah. You want to live in the okay. abyss, live in the abyss. Fine. Have at it. Have a good time. Exactly. But yeah, so it's like, what's the point? I mean, you can present as much information as you want that supports, you know, why you believe something or you can explain your philosophy as much as you possibly can but at the end of the day that still might not get them to side with you so it's like okay well i've told you everything that i could i've i'm not going to get militant with you and although whatever whenever it's a stranger like you know he he particularly wouldn't insult me you know what i mean or insult my intelligence because he knows me but it's like it's easy to do with a complete stranger to oh look at this moron who blah 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 and it's like well i never have to answer to that because i never have to meet that person Right. Well, that's the, only... the problem with 90% of the internet is that no. nobody who's sitting here trashing each other online is ever really going to have anything to do with the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, that buffer of the screen is, is a serious enabler. Oh, yeah. You know? And I, I know I... this because of the people I, and, and it, it's actually people I know in real life who have since become come of the or come of the opinion that I am a bigot because I refuse to call men women they have said crazy things to me and about me on the internet but when I have seen them 
in real life. And they've been very bold. Oh, if I ever saw her again, blah, blah, blah. And none of them have ever said anything to me when I've seen them at public places, ever. So, I mean, people talk big and very few people are willing to stand by what they say in a public sphere. And that's a, that's a big fault of the internet that nobody can really stand by their convictions. Mm. Exactly. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say that, that that's, uh, that's particularly worrisome that as far as I know, you've never brought any harm to anybody. Nope. And, and there are people Yet. who want to, who want, who want to harm you because they feel like you're harming people and you're not. Right. And, right. and that, I've that's never really wished, worrisome. I've never wished death. I've never wished that people go, any person go without a job or means to take care of their families and their lives or housing or health care or anything. Mm -hmm. I've never opposed any of those things. The only thing I oppose is lying about reality. And the reality is that men cannot be women and women cannot be men. Right. And there have been actual things that people have done to my family. You know, we've had, I've mentioned this before, we've got, I've got like nine police reports of either threat, uh, credible threats of uh, violence, rape, you know, uh, murder, like these, these kind of threats. But then we've also had from fence to fence in our front yard or on our sidewalk, um, somebody sprinkled a ton of broken glass and my kids play out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people have made an effort to actually harm me and my family and I have never done any such thing. And that is literally becoming what they're claiming to hate. Yep. And even worse actually, because what they're claiming to hate is somebody who um, is, is harming people with their words and being open about it. What they're doing is trying to harm people from the shadows. Right. Physically. Well, and have you seen, this is related, have you seen that video of that woman in, I think it was in Russia or the Ukraine, who was pouring bleach on men's groin? I did see on that. The train? Yeah. <clears throat> this is something, okay, so how many years have we heard about women suffering acid attacks in um, Muslim culture, mm -hmm. you know, for, for whatever, you know, I, I spurned the advances of the suitor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And women get these acid attacks on them for saying no to somebody. And, you know, a man take too much room is one thing. A man sitting normally, totally something different and totally normal. And this woman is splashing bleach, which is a caustic chemical mm -hmm. on their clothing. And that can burn you. That has to be a salt. I'm personally very allergic to bleach. Like the scent of it in the air will cause me to have hives. My throat will start to close. It's awful. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not the only person that's like that. I mean, even if it's diluted, you mm -hmm. know? So this woman is not only putting this man at risk, that she, or these men at risk because she's putting this caustic chemical on, but everybody around him, if it splashes on somebody, if there's a small child nearby and it splashes on them or gets in their eyes or their mouth, um, even the scent of it in the air for people like me, I mean, 
that's a serious problem. And it's honest to God, I don't see how it's any different than acid attacking women in, in the um, Muslim culture. I just don't see how it's any different. They're becoming exactly what they say they hate. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just a mirror. They're just holding up a mirror to themselves and saying, I hate this. You know, it's pretty, and, and it's sad. Like, very existentially, it's like, oh my God, what happened to you that you are such a hateful person? <laughs> I don't understand what happened to you that would make you do that. And, and I've said this before, but it's worth repeating uh, again and again. I, I feel as though these people are getting to the point where they want to just completely take out anybody who doesn't agree with them and that they love to throw around Hitler and Nazism and this, that, and the other thing, but that's what they're doing. Right. It's, it's, it's a light form right now, but who knows in a year, two years, five years, you know, how it's going to escalate. So just saying like they need they need to look in the mirror they really do but they're they're too goddamn busy being right to look in the mirror so Mm. right you're absolutely right and another thing another reason why you know this type of stuff happens i mean you have someone that's some sort of youtuber that wants to you know do something pro-feminist but also you know knows oh this is going to get a lot of clicks this is going to get a lot of views you know so they go to a pretty extreme measure, you know, pouring bleach on some, like a, a total random stranger. Well, while we were talking about it, I was thinking about like, man, how would I react if someone right. like just walked up and started pouring? I mean, I don't know. A lot of the guys just stood there and just took it. I mean, I probably would have smacked the bottle out of her hand or grabbed it and, you know, sprayed it on her or something like that. Right. I'm surprised that she didn't get severely beaten i mean russian well, men aren't known for their gentleness i, I will know. say that right. i didn't see it i didn't see it but i did listen to it um they covered it rotc today and i will say that the, they believe that it was staged hmm. i can so see that I, I thought that too I, I didn't watch it but sure i've heard a, a few people say that um but this woman actually has kind of a track record of pulling stunts like this oh for real for the attention, yeah. It's like the the lady who sat in front of everybody with her vagina and her vulva out in front of art, mm. you know? <laughs> like the Louvre and stuff. Like, she just goes to these places and gets naked without anybody else's consent. It's the same kind of stunt making. It's like, um, uh, what are, what's that, um, that riot group? in that feminist group in Russia. Pussy Riot. Their name. Pussy Riot, there we go. Um, like they, you know, it's similar to the stunts that they pull, you know. They are staged stunts, but they are stunts nonetheless. And I, I, think, it's, I think it's legit because she's done the same sorts of things gotcha. before. Nothing to this degree that I've read that she, I haven't read that she's actually assaulted somebody before. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has done other things before. It just seems like... <clears throat> From the way I understood it, it just seems like a silly thing to assault people for, because right. they're 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 taking up too much space. Right. Like God forbid you just ask them to sit tighter. Like, hey, I'm I'm trying to squeeze in here. Right. right. No. God God forbid so you ask. Just, 
we're so righteous we have to attack them with chemicals now. Like it's bizarre. And sad. This has got to be the only time in history that that, that that people have thought this way for so so many people have thought this way for so long. Like it really does. It, it's what just like pure purely hateful and assuming no, the worst out of everyone? That so many people who have it relatively easy, just life, they have it relatively easy. Um, <coughs> you know, I wish there was another word. I can't think of a synonym for privilege right now. But people are very privileged, and all they can possibly think to do is to point out the little minor inconveniences in their life and spurg out like it's the fucking end of the fucking universe. It's like you people have been coddled your entire lives. Yeah. Not one, not one second went by that you weren't fucking coddled. What the fuck are you so pissed about? Just because you want to be fucking important? Go figure out right. another way of being important. You know what I'm saying? This is why people say you need Jesus in your life. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> because you, you have no purpose. You have no purpose. And you're pissed about that. So you need to give yourself a purpose and you think you're going to go down like the next fucking Martin Luther King and you ain't. You're just not. You people are ridiculous. You know, when when Parkland happened and they were, um, everybody was going on about how 17-year-olds shouldn't be making policy and blah, blah, blah. And comparing them to 17-year-olds who were fighting in the Civil War. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? These little assholes who are 17 and thinking that they can dictate policy would not last a second <laughs> in the Civil War. Like, it just wouldn't happen. These, these men at 17 in the Civil War, they were men. Yes. You know, and the women were women. Like, that's because that's, you were an adult back then. Well, you didn't have that's time to worry about all this, like, right. no, stuff. You, you, you worked the farm, and then you yeah. went, to, went to learn how to read. And then, right. and then by that time you were pooped and you ran out of oil for your candles. So you had to go to bed anyway when the sun went down. Right. Yeah. You weren't laying around contemplating your gender yeah. and putting <laughs> lipstick on. Like it just wasn't. Figuring okay. out how you're going to. No, oh, there are guns killing people. I better. Not get a gun. I can to take them away and not get a gun. Like that was not happening it wasn't happening but now we've got these little 17 year old 18 year oh he's 18 now punks thinking that you know you can influence elections by having canadians don't donate to our campaigns you know yeah that That was great but it's so true though i mean like so many people even you know our age chris you know we're both closing in on 40 and there are people our age who are like, oh, adulting is so hard. Oh, my God. So, You're almost so 40. Come I thought on. About, I thought about you guys because um, I guess I can call her a friend. Really, she's she was a friend, but we sort of had a falling out. But when I was at the wedding, I saw an old friend of mine who was very close with the, the guys I was hanging around with. And um, she said, what the hell was it? She said... Something about how on her day off she had to wake up at 7 o'clock to 
go to the laundromat and then do this and do that. And she was like, I was adulting so fucking hard. And when I came home, I was just so goddamn exhausted and blah, 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 blah. But I'm proud of myself for doing it. This chick is 38 years old. And I'm just like, <laughs> I thought... I thought of you guys, I was just like, this is exactly what we were talking about like last week because 38 year olds should not be proud of themselves for adulting. <laughs> I did my laundry. I'm such a big girl. My 10 year old does his laundry. I, I was, I've been doing my laundry since I was like 12, 14. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like age 10 is about when my kids start to learn how to do their mm -hmm. laundry. Well, group will be 10 in December. Just, it's about when they start to learn how to do their own laundry because I'm done. <laughs> you guys have too many clothes. I'm not washing your clothes anymore. You want clean underwear? You wash them yourself, you know? Exactly. And I, and so how is it that almost 40-year-olds are like, oh, I got up on a Saturday and went and did my laundry. I mean, Yay. Gold this, star is all, for you. This, is, this is also a, a bartender who's literally drunk all the time. So, but, you know. Oh, is it Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? <laughs> you know her? Uh, no, no, I do not. Although I did date someone who looked a lot like her, which is <laughs> weird. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's just it's just crazy. Um, I, I think that I, I wish there was a way to take these people, these people who have no respect for the past or the lives, and what people have done, and and. They don't even understand, like, they literally don't even understand that if not for the people that they're claiming are evil because they were all racist and patriarchal, we would not be here with the ability to be upset or the ability to get our anger across to the rest of the country. You realize this? Like, I'm going to go are, you one step further. Do it. I just got this book. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? Go a little to the right. How the Catholic Church built Western. Ah. Western civilization. Ah. So if it wasn't for this group of people, yeah. there would be no complaining about anything. And nope. frankly, the people who are complaining the most about stuff, like we, we've already said this, they have never really experienced a life without some privilege. Correct. And... You know, they're really doing a disservice. Uh, and honestly, okay, I'm going to probably have a lot of people hate me for saying this, and I don't really don't even care anymore. Uh-oh. The only people that I feel in this country have any kind of claim to saying that they are yet oppressed to this day, who have any kind of genetic direct lineage to their initial oppression are Native American people. That's it. Because there is not a person in this country who, other than Mayflower descendants, have anything to do with slavery. Most of our ancestors, my white ancestors, your ancestors, they came during immigration waves. You know, we weren't here. <laughs> you know, we have nothing to do with. Unfortunately, that's not true for me. But okay, so you're one of the few people. Are you a Mayflower descendant? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. No, no, because uh, my ancestors came over during the war um, okay. and fought fought as patriots. Um, sure. Thank goodness. Um, okay. But uh, 
but so, they came over they came over during the war so but, but the they were they were landowners in Georgia the majority of people in this country have zero tie to that even even black people no. zero tie to it so just to be so ignorant to claim oh well because of slavery I am doing this that or the other and I don't have this upper hand or I don't have I don't have I don't have I don't have go fucking get it and I don't swear on this show hardly ever and that just came out of my mouth just now and I just shocked myself go fucking get it if you want it go get it get off your ass and stop expecting other people to do things for you that's what you have to do I don't care what the hell color you are Get off your ass and get what you want out of life. That is the premise of this entire country. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You're not entitled to happiness. You are entitled to the pursuit of it. And, and by the but way... you don't go and get it, it's all your fault. And by the way... nothing to do with anybody else. If you do try to pursue your happiness and you fail, that's just life. You know yep. what I'm saying? It shows a lot of character for people who can fail and get up and try again and get up and try again and get up and try again. You know what I mean? Take every failure as a, as a, as a lesson. Learn something. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm -hmm. just be like, wah, I'm being oppressed because the man, wah. What the fuck? Like, you're not, you're degressing as a human being when you yep. take that stance. For women, for people of color, for anybody claiming oppression, Give me one law on the books that says you are not allowed to do this because you are fill in the blank. Mm. Mm -hmm. There isn't one. Right. Are there racist people in this country? Absolutely. Sure. Nobody can deny that. Are there sexist, misogynistic people <coughs> in this country? Absolutely, there are. That doesn't mean that the full institutions are racist, sexist, homophobic, you know, fill in the phobia that doesn't mean or the ism or whatever it doesn't mean that the institutions are it means that there are people who are but culture is evolving culture is changing and we see that we see that because there are you know honestly i when i went to the um the gop conventions here in minnesota i was so impressed by a the diversity present and i've been to the dfl caucuses and conventions before and they're not nearly as diverse here as the republican convention was second observation that i had was when there was somebody who stood up to be a total gross racist with regard to pushing forward um uh, an amendment to the um platform um most of the people there were rallying and getting in line and they're like this is unacceptable the minnesota gop cannot do this we are not going to abide racism in our platform i mean it just was it was the biggest fight that i have ever seen about the issue of race in politics in minnesota i've never seen anything like that in in all of my years as a democrat but it, when I stepped into that Republican convention, 
that's what it was. It was equity for women. It was equity for racial minorities. It was fighting against people who wanted to actually put racism in the platform. Mm. And I've never seen anything like that out of the Democrats. So, I mean, I, I had another point, but I lost it because I'm just, this, this topic of we're, everybody's oppressed is so frustrating and so annoying. And the first See, time I actually, oh, go ahead. Well, no, you go ahead, please. The first time I ever really saw white people wanting to be oppressed was when I was still hanging around pagan people mm. because every single holiday come out, they'd be like, you know, that was ours first. That was our holiday first. Well, We're so oppressed. And the burning times, the burning times, you guys. The burning times, are you kidding me right so now? So are you, are you saying when you were times. affiliated with the pagan culture, you were thinking that they were being whiny with that? Yes. And I because said it. I said aren't so. They right? no. Aren't they right? No. <laughs> aren't, <laughs> not. aren't a lot of Christian uh, holidays originally pagan holidays? Okay. So. With regard to holidays, yes, but in terms of the oppression of pagans, oh, they're so oppressed, they're a oh. oppressed religious minority. No, you're not. You're just a bunch of white people weirdos who want to, and my husband plays D&D, &D, and this has nothing to say about him. You're just a bunch of weird white people who want to play D&D &D and dress up like your D&D &D character at public festivals. Like, that's okay. all you want to do. Your husband that's, LARPs? Your, what? Your husband LARPs? Does no, your husband he LARP? He just plays D &D. No, he doesn't dress up and be weird. Like he's in role like models? Him. No, he plays. He just plays tabletop. You know, he's oh. not a weirdo. Um, but pagans do. Pagans are larpers, and that you go to pagan pride festivals, and everybody's dressed up like I am the knight. You know, and it's July, and they've got <laughs> black velvet cloaks on, and it's like you guys are just a bunch of weirdos who yeah. didn't get laid ever. And now right. you're poly so that you can, you know. They, they, they were the original incels. Right. They were. They were. I, you know what? I'm going to say it. They were. I don't, you know, our priest said to us one day, he goes, don't call them pagans. That's an insult to actual pagans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's right. I mean, these people are crazy. And that was really the first time I ever saw, um, white people wanting to be oppressed for absolutely no reason, you know? And I was like, this is silly. You guys are silly. And then, and then more people, not just white people started wanting to just be oppressed for no reason. And then I fell into online radical feminism and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> these women just want to be oppressed. They, they don't actually want to do anything to solve these things that they think are a problem. They just want to bitch about it on the internet. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I'm curious, what uh, what originally drew you to the pagan community? Um, the snacks. <laughs> the cookies. The punch and pie. It, was the, it ah. was the dark side, and they had cookies, right? <laughs> no, I don't even like cookies. Um, you don't like cookies? I don't. I, don't I like only like either. chocolate chip cookies. I only will I eat only chocolate like chip. But chocolate chip cookies are God. So, like... <sighs> Yuck, I don't like cookies. And I burn cookies too. Like there's not a recipe that I can ever follow that doesn't result in a burn cookie. I, just, I don't know why. It. It's not. 
My heart's not in it. My daughter makes really good cookies, though. Love is the um, number one ingredient. That's right. I love my family. I don't love cookies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but I back really to being a pagan. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Um, because being Catholic, I mean, there's so... So this is, this is actually a bigger question, Chris. Mm. This is a bigger question. So if you, look, if you look at Catholicism, well, what drew me away was a feeling of abandonment by God. Okay. But really, I know that I wasn't abandoned by God. In hindsight, like right. I can see God's hand in, in my entire life, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was a lot of feelings of abandonment, but then there was still this semblance of um, familiarity with some pagan ritual. Because, and this is really because of history, because of um, the world that Catholicism came out of was Hellenic. And the Hellenic rituals are, with the exception of the homily, and there's some other component, Hellenic rituals and the Roman Rite are nearly identical. And so there was this familiarity with a lot of pagan structure for me. But then came the weirdos. (laughs) And I was just like, wait a minute. See, I never got that far. When I, when I first sort of denounced God in the church as a teenager, and I was like probably like 15 or so, and um, I had a couple of friends who were into paganism, and I sort of paid attention. I would never have considered myself a part of the community, but I paid attention for like a year, and, and I got a lot of where they were coming from, which is why I was kind of surprised that you thought they were being whiny, because at least as, as a teenager, I never – thought they did and I sort of throughout the rest of my life held some sort of soft spot in my heart for them but I never fell into it I never got that far to meet the weirdos or anything like that thank goodness but um but I kind of like view them almost as in in a in a in a in a weird backwards way as like the realist religion Mm -hmm. you know you know what I mean because they they worship the sun and you know, and and all of their all of their beliefs sort of sprang out of uh, astrology and the stars and stuff like that. Right, but paganism is really just an umbrella, though, because there's all sorts of different belief structures within the umbrella of paganism. Oh, like yes, I've got a that. really, I've got a really good friend who's Hellenic, and mm-hmm. she she's a so she's a Hellenic reconstructionist, and she is like all about Greek religion, you know. And she's like real and devoted, and she's not a weirdo. Mm. And I, you I know can't, people that's who not possible. are. I know people who are legit Asatru people who aren't, or Odinists who aren't weirdos. You know, I know people who, um, I mean, just there's a variety. There's and there, but then there's the weird shit that's Wicca. You know, Wicca is right. just totally pulled out of a guy's want to have sex with people in a coercive manner, really. If you look, if you look into the history of Wicca. Um, and, but then I do know some Wiccan people who are very good people. They're not weirdos. They're just normal people. But this umbrella of paganism, just like anybody can shove anything in there and go, Oh, I'm a pagan, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's wacky. And so that's why you get all of these weirdos and all of these really broken people because they don't feel like they have any other place to go where they're allowed to be. If they're, I mean, like, 
defined weirdo. I mean weirdo in like sexually perverse manner. These people are sexually just people. And I'm not counting in there the people who I know and love who aren't weirdos. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're not they're not part of that. These people are deeply religious people. Well isn't that these sort people of, are the weirdos. Isn't that sort of how every under the table community, subculture, whatever you want to call them, isn't that sort of how they all get their their population? is because there are broken people who don't want to follow the mainstream anymore or feel like they were kicked out or whatever. They're just disenfranchised and, and they find, I mean, I feel like as a kid, as a, as a, as a punk rock kid, I feel like that was at least half of that community were just people who didn't fit in, in mainstream society. And they were like, Oh, these people will accept me. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, no, I totally understand that. I mean, I don't fit in in mainstream society. Mm. There's sort of, in today's, because of the internet, I, I suppose, there's sort of not just one mainstream society anymore. You know what I mean? Like, almost I mean, every society yes is made, and, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes and no. I, okay. I mean, I get what you're saying, but um, if you knew me on a day-to-day basis, you know, you would, you, I think you would really agree. I'm not very mainstream and you know, I've, I've always had a very difficult time fitting in anywhere because of my philosophies on parenting, because of my philosophies on religion, because of my philosophies on food and taking care of your body. I mean, just all of these different things, you know, you join any kind of mommy group on the internet and you're going to have like the big clicky part of the group. And then you're going to have me and a few other people like me. Right. who are going to go, wait a minute. Nah. And then we get kicked out five minutes later, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because they just don't want that contrary opinion. And, and, and that's how I've always found myself in my whole life. And even involved in the pagan world, I was calling things out like, Hey, maybe this guy who's a creepy old man who's reading um, sexy doctors, Dr. Seuss books or whatever it was at this festival shouldn't be in charge of the children's programming, right. you know, or any number of other things that I called out within the pagan community. I just can't keep my mouth shut when it comes to things that I see are wrong. You know? the same way. And that puts me outside of the mainstream because the mainstream is all along to get along. And I am not that. I am not that person. Um, I was going to say something else and I lost it. Um, oh, these mainstream people, or these people not fitting in with mainstream. So what I've learned, I was never part of the punk rock scene at all, but what I have learned from people I know who were, there's still a culture there that has um, a cultural ethic values and whatnot that make um that core identity of being a punk rock kid or whatever yeah it's if that makes it a thing if you boil it down to its simplistic form it's the same all of the underground subculture societies have basically the same ideals in mind they just word it differently and look at it differently but it's basically all the same thing sure and most of the punk people (laughs) i've known in my life too um, have all been some of the nicest, kindest oh, yeah. people I've ever known. That's not the same with 
the pagan world. Pagan world, it's just a mishmash of whoever wants to be and anything goes, gotcha. you know. And there isn't a cultural value or a cultural edict of this is the way we behave. And this is why this has actually come up so many times in the last decade with pagan festivals. Oh, well, how do we keep people safe? And what are our guidelines for sexual impropriety or, you know, whatever? What are our safety guidelines? And, and it's just something that keeps making the rounds in these circles. Um, and nobody really wants to hold anybody else accountable for anything. And, and I don't appreciate that about any person or group of people. If you can't have a standard and hold people accountable to that, that doesn't make any sense to me. And that's essentially what drove me and Travis away from the pagan community was there's no sexual ethic and no um, standard of behavior for anybody and nobody holding anybody accountable for their actions. So we left and we weren't going to raise our children in it anymore. Very reasonable. And then, you know, the slow evolution back into the church happens. And then I think that was part of, you know, that was obviously part of that evolution too, of going back into the church. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a big, it's a big answer and that's not even close to a quarter of it, honestly. What do you got going through your head, Garrett? I just got onto a, started looking through about Cthulhu and seeing uh, what what part of paganism he would be in, but he was part of a science fiction book. So, Cthulhu, Lord of Darkness, uh, yeah. giant monster with the octopus head. Chris, are you familiar? And it looks like this one spaghetti monster. Yes, exactly. That one. Right. I don't know. So that that was what, what was. I, what's that from? Uh, well, I know he was on multiple episodes of South Park, but he I, they referenced him like he was some sort of pagan god. So I assumed that he was, and then I started going down a rabbit hole of exactly what Cthulhu is, and well, so what is it? It's just a a monster from a book, but I got onto it because. Yeah, because... I thought you were going to say it was, like, from some mythology or... Well, because it start, I looked it up after Tasha said she knows someone that's normal that, you know, believes in Odin. And I was like, wait, like, like Thor and Odin? Like that? Well, like, yeah, but well, like Valhalla? Mythology. I do not yes, mean Norse mythology. But, but, but... Uh, what is the difference between Odin and God? You know what I mean? Like, it's okay that you know somebody who believes in Odin who isn't a weirdo because it's not much different than believing in God. That's like people who don't believe in God saying, hey, I met somebody who believes in God and they're not a weirdo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Right. Well, the reason why I make that distinction that they're not a weirdo is because there are weirdos who say that they're heathens. You know, there are weirdos who claim all sorts of normal religious, like cultural religious identities within paganism mm. like norse mythology that's that's a culturally relevant religion mm. hellenic reconstruction is a culturally relevant religion and there are normal people who practice those things and then there are weirdos who watched mists of babylon too many times or or read mists of babylon too many times <clears throat> and um or think Oh, well, I'm 
I'm part of Camelot. I've got lineage. Yeah, yeah, sure you do. You know, I can't even tell you how many people I've met like that or people who think that fairies are actually freaking real. They are. Oh, they play soccer. <laughs> my, my house fairy took my car keys again. No, you're an idiot who left them in your refrigerator. You know, like... <laughs> Fairies, huh? I get what you're saying, Fairies. Chris. Yes. What is, what makes them wrong and me so right? Like, I don't mean that offensively. No, 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 no. I, that's like I that's just the only way you can frame it. Is like so. What, what makes you right, and them wrong? And I think that that's a totally different conversation, actually. Like, what makes this religion right and this religion wrong? And, and I think that that's a really big can of worms that I'm totally willing to talk about, but. Um, I don't think that we've got the time no. tonight for it, honestly. Right. Yeah. And, and that's not like a cop-out because I love talking about theology and religion. It's literally my favorite thing to talk about and I don't get to talk about it enough. Mm -hmm. um, but I just think that it's such a deep conversation. Absolutely. This is not the time or place for it right yeah. now. <laughs> we'll get to it one day. Yes, for sure. But particularly with the Norse god, what makes me right and them wrong is that they're, they have a god named Thor who rides down on thunderclouds and has a hammer all the time. And I think that's silly. So that's, <laughs> that's my justification. Okay. Because hammers weren't always around. And if Thor were to, maybe, you know what? Thor could be real. I just know that my God's better than Thor. I wish Thor was real. I'll say that much. Yeah. But like if it came down to, you know, the gods that the Titans birthed, okay, well, my God didn't have to be birthed by anybody. He chose to be, well, but he didn't um, have to be. No, I don't, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe Odin was birthed. Well, now you're going to make me look it up. I know, I, gotta, I don't remember it. Because <laughs> I'm not an Odinist, I don't remember that part. An Odinist, I love that. Well, that's what they're called. They're called Odinists. Who birthed Odin? That's perfect. Very concise. Odin only has okay. one eye, so already right there. One He's eye, the only one eyeball. Tree. He rides. He rides himself because Odin is the All Father born in the guise of the father of the gods. According to Wikipedia, Odin pursues knowledge throughout the worlds. So he has to pursue knowledge, meaning he's not all-knowing. So strike two, one eyeball and isn't all-knowing. I, I gotta tell you, I like that better. I would rather my god be in search of truth than knowing everything. Well, then you, I, you want oh, no, someone- he didn't, he didn't birth himself. He didn't, do, he is the son of Bor and the giantess Bestla. But Chris, to your point, because this is all really just a sim, like we're all just living in a giant simulation. I'd rather have someone who knows how to beat the game playing than someone who's playing it for the first time. Mm. Operating my simulation. You know, I don't want to be the one. That's fair. I don't want to be someone else's first attempt at playing the Sims and then me end up jumping in the pool and they forgot to put a stairs for me to get out. Yeah, and I drown in it. So No, thank you. God, what if God was all-knowing, but 
was in search of truth and more knowledge anyway, just because he was that humble. But you can't be all-knowing then. Right. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be all-knowing. I don't know. I'm trying here. Because <laughs> he, he, he could also be humble because you don't see, you know, rocks with the words like, I know more than you, jackass, like, you know, all over right. the place. Well, he did, he did humble himself. He did humble himself by being born of a woman and then... Which, talk about humility. A woman of all things. Right. Dirty, dirty women. Nasty women. <laughs> I think you're, you're assuming gender again. Not right. good. <laughs> it's what the book says, man. It's what the book says. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know that she didn't feel like she was a man inside. She might have. That could have been her biggest struggle. Right. Not the whole having to explain to her future husband. (laughs) (laughs) There's something I should actually link you guys to. I think that with with that statement, there's a a conference that I went to in December called Man, Order, and the uh, Man, Woman, and the Order of Creation, and it was a conference about gender identity. And um, there's a local professor here at University of Saint Thomas um, named Deborah Savage, and she. Uh, had this really great talk about about exactly that man woman and the order of creation and she says something with regard to man was made of soil and dirt and woman was made of consciousness so she was made not last but on the way up and of something better there you go go, yeah we come from dirt and y'all don't (laughs) we're just the dirt monsters (laughs) yeah God's like, let's put some mud together. Let's give this guy some hair, some hair in places he doesn't want, and boom, done. I can see it. I can see it. I'm like plugging hair plugs in. <laughs> uh, you guys got to make movie, sure. Uh, well, what the hell was the name of the movie now? It came out about five years ago, and it was about Noah and the Ark. Oh, what's Evan Almighty. Canadian guy? Yeah, Evan Almighty. No, it wasn't a comedy. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Then it was oh, it was it was good. It was it was really really good. I I, Noah's Ark's always a comedy. No, it was it called The Ark. I think it was just called The Ark. Let's find out. It was a really good movie. I recommend. Well, now I have to check it out. It was very um, it's giving me a bar in my area named The Ark. (laughs) Um. Uh, it was just, it was epic, you know, and I, I know that word gets overused and doesn't have any meaning anymore, but that's the way I felt about it when I saw it. I saw it in the theater, too, and I was like, wow, that was, you know, and I was basically anti-religion at the time, and I was like, wow, that movie was dope. So, yeah, uh, it just made me think of it when you're talking about that kind of stuff. Yep, I lo- love the idea of a guy building a giant boat and everyone making fun of him, and then the wave, the, the water starts rushing in, and he's just like, nope, bye. Sorry, shouldn't have called me crazy. Right, I tried to tell you. Bye. You're taking me too literally, I just mean the movie was very well made. No, I get that. I'm just building off okay. of that and saying, like, I enjoy the Noah's Ark story. I, were you being sarcastic or no? No, I was being completely serious. I, okay. Yeah, he, he told him. He warned him. He told him it was he coming. Did. Can you imagine being the only guy? Like you're you're the designated deliver. 
You know what I mean? Like, God's like, look, I'm going to kill everybody, but you're cool. <laughs> he had, he had the so choice, though. He had the choice. He could have not built it. Right. And then God probably would have found someone else to do it. That's fair. He would have just kept asking. Just been like, okay, well, this Noah guy didn't want to do it. Do you want to do it? At least from the movie's point of view, and I don't know how true to the original story it is, but he seemed like sort of almost subconsciously compelled to to do it. You know what I mean? Like even if he wanted to not do it, he couldn't not. I think that that's a fault of the movie, honestly, of the movie maker, okay. because it's very, I think that it's very clear in the Old Testament and the New Testament, God gives everybody a choice. Okay. God gives everybody a choice. He chooses you, but then he says, you, are you up for the task? Gotcha. Do you want this? And of course, he already knows the answer because he knows everything. But he does, I mean, there's still the choice, you know, you still mm -hmm. have that that choice of what the outcome is going to be. And that's what, one thing that bothers, bothers me quite a lot when people say that, well, Mary was conceived um, by the Holy Spirit and it was rape. <laughs> no, she had a choice. Do people actually say this? Yes, people yeah. say that. And I'm like, I, I got into an argument with some feminist one time last year and she was trying to tell me that Mary had no choice and Mary was raped. And I'm like, prove it. Like, you know, and I pulled out scripture and she, she said to me, she goes, she goes, well, I don't have time for this Bible BS anyway. And I'm like, you're the one who got it up. You just wanted to get a, you just wanted to get a quick point in. Right. You just wanted to like spout off some nonsense because you think that religion is bad. Shut the hell up unless you know what you're talking about. You know, and I pointed at scripture to say, look, no, she had every choice in the world to accept or decline this request of God. This God, baby. baby. You could prove she wasn't raped in four words. She was a virgin. Right. <laughs> it's in her name. Right. Like the Virgin right. Mary, therefore not raped. <laughs> like right. just, and because, and, and you know, people like to say that she was just, you know, it was a political thing and a girl her age and that day, if she was having sex before she was married, she would have been killed. She was just an average peasant girl. Like, nobody would have cared, really, first of all. Second of all, um, in, in, there is historical, actual basis for um, marriages that were not sexual marriages. That if they did have sex, it was for the only purpose of making a baby. And it wasn't... It was a sexless marriage, but they were married and they stayed together. They were a family unit. And that's one of, and I, I'd have to pull up catechism stuff on that, but um, that's the, there is scriptural basis for, as well as historic basis um, for the Catholic church, maintaining that she is ever virgin as well, that she never had any more children. So. But she did have a child. She had just Jesus. She, Jesus had a half brother though. No, so there's the word that gets used in the Bible for brother in the in the um, original text. It also means cousin. Oh. So, and pe people were often called brothers when they were cousins, <laughs> brothers or sisters when they were cousins. And I'd have to pull that up too. I've got a whole half cousin. It translates to brother from another mother, I guess. Right. 
The Bible's fascinating. It is. It so is. I yeah, agree. I haven't, I haven't opened one since I was like nine, but I should do that. Give it a world. Get a picture. I should. Get a picture book version of it. It's quicker. But you know, be a Catholic. Don't go elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's the team that's really just on the buy list right now. Catholicism. One holy and apostolic church. One holy and apostolic church. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, there are no splinter fractions. <laughs> that's true. I got to tell you, I enjoy these. Uh, we don't really have a topic shows. Yeah, it's fun. I like how one thing just leads to another. Mm -hmm. I wish Garrett would talk a little more, though. I don't really have, like, a whole lot of anything to really argue about. I mean... He wants to talk about he who shall not be named until tomorrow. I kind of do, but it's like... (laughs) (laughs) But Garrett respects boundaries. I know. Garrett respects boundaries. Do you have a rant you want to go on about it or something? I, I already I filmed one actually today at work, so that'll be up wow. tomorrow. I talked about. You're gonna put. You uh, put it on our page. Yeah, I'll put it everywhere. Okay. It was the attack on thought crimes or thought criminals. People like Norm Macdonald who didn't even do anything, but are like, yeah, hey, maybe we shouldn't make a big deal out of everything, and then all of a sudden sudden he's canceled off of jimmy fallon's show and all the other late night shows last week because he dared thinkly didn't do anything didn't didn't touch anyone as he would say he doesn't even have consensual sex so it's like he's just a boring guy who has no social life and even he's being demonized have you have you watched the netflix show that he did no, I bet it's awesome. No. And I found, I found Norm Macdonald to be extremely funny 10, 15 years ago when he was relevant. But it's the not show funny. It's awful. It's boring. Nuts. It's, I'm just like, why, are they even, why did they even bother? Like, no one's going to watch the show. It's like they can't go right, so they can try to go to the middle, I guess, to appease. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand the. Th- thinking behind let's attack people who aren't openly full right wing and make them feel more comfortable going that way. You know what I'm saying? Like you should be, you should be recruiting people. I mean, you shouldn't because you're a bunch of idiots, but you should be recruiting people into your gang, not, not pushing people who want to be in your gang out of it. (laughs) You know, like why would you want to strengthen your enemies? Who was the actor that was just booted off of Twitter? James Woods. James Woods oh, yeah. was just booted off of Twitter because he's a conservative. And he doesn't shut his mouth about being conservative. You know, and he just got booted off of Twitter. My friend, who's going to be on the show on Sunday, she has been banned from Twitter. You saw what uh, he got banned? Did- you saw what James Woods got banned for, though, right? No, I didn't see what he got banned he posted for. An image, for a long time. He posted an image or a meme of these three guys. Um, that said, you know, we want to make women's votes count. So that's why we're staying home from the polls. Like, guys, stay home. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And it had like a big like vote Democrat, you know, support Democrats, like stay home or guys stay home, stuff like that. And it was like, it was fake. But Twitter banned him saying that, oh, you can't post something that, you know, is making fun of another group or that, you know, appears to be 
supported by a group, but really isn't. Right. I posted that on Facebook. I posted it and I was like, I, and I, I was fairly certain it was a 4chan hoax. Yeah. I posted it like and on I National posted. Women's Day or something like that. Right. And so a friend of mine actually saw it in her feed that actual people who are Democrats are posting it, not ironically. Good. Like they believe that this is a thing. Good. You, you know? know why good? Because then half the Democrats <laughs> don't show up to vote. They're, those are the same. Those are the same people who sign petitions that say end women's suffrage. Right, right. This is why 4chan wins the internet because they pull these masterful hoaxes yeah. that just demonstrate the lemmings that most people are. You know, it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I don't fault them. I don't hate them. I know that some of them are totally normal people and they're not like any kind of weirdo, extreme right wing anybody. You know, they're just people who are bored and want to mess with people on the internet. So they do (laughs) because they can. That shit they pulled on Starbucks was hysterical. (laughs) Making making those coupons that, you know, black people get free coffee and they- Oh, yeah. I guess we got to. Awesome. Did they try to do that with Nike too? Yeah, oh, did they? I don't know. I think they did. I think they're just masterful at the internet and at manipulating the lemming internet. And I've literally never been to the website, so I just hear things about them and I'm like, "Wow, that's awesome!" But I you should check it out, man. There. Check it out. I should, get on the same yeah, list. Get on the same list that I'm on. What, what list is that? The, the government lists, as far as like, oh, oh this guy's sure. visiting this site. Oh, he's visiting here again. Okay, we're going to need a private conversation about this because I want to know too. I've been on there a few times, but I just, it's um, it's like Reddit to me. It's a little bit. Never been there. Like difficult to. What are you doing on the internet, Chris? Take in. <laughs> I don't know. You're never on Reddit? No, not going to Reddit. What, in, what do you do? What, what do you do when you're on your computer? Until I got this laptop last year, I haven't had, like, a computer of any sort past my phone for, like, it's like close, to ten, close to 10 years. The Mets are awful, so you're not looking at Mets stuff. That was rude, bro. <laughs> the Jets haven't been good in decades. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. But same thing. Okay. Although we Point. are 3-0 right now. So. But... But still, it's like you're a real man, so you're not watching porn. You've got a lot, yeah. You've got a lot of, a lot of things out there, and you're never on Reddit or 4chan. Man, I don't good know. for you. Thanks. I mean, I people are always telling me that I'm missing out, but I'm just like, I kind of, kind of like staying away from the crap, you know? Like I had a Twitter account in 2008, nine, whatever. Like it maybe 2007 even, like it just first started. I used it about six months. It got annoying. I stopped using it. I haven't had Twitter since until I started the show Twitter. Like I, I don't know. I don't, whatever. Like people even have internet? me to get an Instagram and a Snapchat. Like I was just like, I guess. Do you even internet, bro? <laughs> Apparently not well. You're really hurt by this. Well, I'm just like, man, you would have a good time on like Reddit. Like you would find some good threads and you could get all that pent up energy out. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll check Reddit out then. Maybe. Or Mumsnet. Mumsnet's the thing in UK. Mumsnet. Isn't there, um, isn't there a new Facebook coming out? Like a new like uh, Minds or something like that it's called? 
I'm really, I'm really hoping we get an alternative to Facebook. There are lots of alternatives to Facebook, but Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, he, oh, there was this interview. <laughs> There's a, there was a Friendster. an interview with him years ago where he Zynga. was like, we decided how we wanted society to behave and we did it. And he's right. He did it. Like this was like in 2008. He said this, mm. you know, so 10 years later, here we are. There have been so many different, there are so many different social media platforms created and everybody keeps coming back to Facebook because it's the only one that works the way people want it to work. Except we're the product. Well, what know? does that mean? Because we're living, look, we're living in a professional wrestling society. And what I mean by that is pro wrestling tells the fans what they want. The fans don't tell pro wrestling what they want. You know what okay. I mean? And I feel like that that's what's going, and I love, or at least loved pro wrestling. Would never say, I'm not saying anything bad about it. But, um, but that's what we're living in. We're living in a, in a society where we're being told what we want. So how can okay. you, like, like, is, like is, is Facebook doing what we want it to do? I don't fucking know. I'm just on it because I've been on it for a dozen years and everyone I know is on it. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. If there was an alternative, I would jump at it, especially if it was one that wasn't politically motivated to shut me up. You know what I mean? You know, I went, I joined Gab and um, I joined it because I was interested in seeing how this free speech format would work. And really, it's just everybody who wants to post porn on Facebook and can't post porn there, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's annoying. I don't want to have anything to do with that, you know? Or there's this other one that you can buy some access on it or like extra bandwidth or whatever. I can't remember what, MeWe maybe? Is that the one? Um, and that one seems to be okay, but it's like, who wants to migrate all this shit from Facebook for the past almost 20 years, you know? Sure. Nobody wants to do that. I have downloaded my whole entire Facebook history, but I don't wanna just drop it and, and I hate Facebook. I think everybody hates Facebook. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's become almost a utility for everybody. I hate I remember, Facebook, and here we are streaming on Facebook. I remember thinking Facebook was the devil back in like 2010 because it felt like, and I think I said this to people, it felt like a carbon footprint. Like you had no privacy. Like you'd meet somebody new, and they, if they were interested enough, they'd be like, oh, let me go back five years in this Facebook and see who he was talking to. And like, fuck, I mean, like, not that I really have anything to hide, but still fuck that. You know, like, I don't, right. I don't even remember what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, remember this person that you talked to in 2004? No. Right. Like I, I just, so to me, that's like, I don't know. That's, I don't, there's nothing you can do about it now. We're in too deep. Basically. And you know, got to give them credit. Black mirror. That's all it is. But Chris, check out Reddit. Just just look at some funny stuff. Some videos of puppies and some things that'll make you laugh and it'll it'll take you to a better place. Alright. I mean I I don't know. Isn't there an eight chan also? I, there probably is. I don't even uh, I don't know. I just I just hear people talk and I'm just like, oh okay. Uh, I thought I thought 4chan was memes. I think no, that's there's also there's a lot of memes on there. That they 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 had the meme game on lock or something. I didn't even know what a meme was until like two years ago. So <laughs> whatever.
my husband hates that word meme because it's totally used inaccurately, but it's because, or at first it was being used inaccurately and now it isn't. Now it means something totally different. <laughs> right. Right. It's crazy. Is that an actual word? Like not a made up it word? Is. Or? Yeah. Okay. It's like a, it's like a repeated idea. Oh. Is essentially meme is. But like making a picture isn't necessarily a repeated idea, but it's the repeated sharing that mm. it takes on a pseudo definition of a okay. meme. I get it. So it's too bad that that, that that word is ruined forever, huh? <laughs> right. Well, we should plug, and then we've got another show we're doing tomorrow. Yes. Because the yeah, because the about special K tomorrow. The Kavanaugh hearing is at nine o'clock in the morning tomorrow, and it'll be on all major news networks. So I'm gonna watch it and see how juicy it is. I have a friend who said the best part about the Kavanaugh hearings being on is that the view won't be. Mm. <laughs> That's a great quote. I um, okay, so plug uh, Twitter. Um, been having a lot of fun the last couple of days. Um, uh, come follow us, um, at illusions, D E S T R one. And then at illusions destroyed on Instagram and share this page with your friends. And then Tasha, you are you can find me on Twitter at Tasha Rose, rad ma'am, R A D M A M. And on Instagram, radical mothering. Facebook Radical Mothering and YouTube Radical Mothering. I just I just got a notification. Read Brett Kavanaugh's prepared speech. Prepared speech. What does that mean? He's for gonna tomorrow. He's gonna read the speech for his opening. Why is it out tonight? I bet they someone leaked it or someone wrote something. Can't this guy get a break? No, he can't. <laughs> he's on the wrong team. Like, he's actually worse than Trump right now. You realize that? Like, people, more people are hoping for Kavanaugh to fail right now than they are for Trump to fail at this exact moment. Yeah, I heard a good quote that was like, people are more uh, concerned with hating Trump than loving America. Like, people's hatred for Trump is greater than their care for the country. Boom. Right. It's so true. But they disguise it as caring. And that's why there are people on the left like Eric Weinstein or like that other jackass who I don't usually like, but uh, you know who I'm talking about, the comedian. I can't think of his name. Mar. Because, you know, they understand that we have to root for him right now because he is the leader of the free world, you know what I mean? So I like the reasonable people. Let's get reasonable. Let's get reasonable, reasonable. <laughs> all right, good night, everyone. We will see you all tomorrow after the hearing of all hearings. Bye. Bye. God help us all. <clears throat> hearing of the century, huh?